0: what's up everybody episode number 109 of the Lex and Stacy threesome podcast Woo-hoo. at last episode we were deep into conspiracy theories with D and Stacy. deep. Two just incredibly just lost people.
1: (laughs) Okay, stop changing the story now. First of all, whatever. I I don't believe this stuff. I just like knowing what other people think.
0: No, it's fun to talk about.
1: It is. It's a lot of fun to talk about. It doesn't mean I'm living my life, you know, with my... My tinfoil hat on,
0: but I told D, you know, man, the man- Mandela effect thing does reek of just people being pissed and changing the letters in Oscar Mayer so they can tell Aunt Such and Such she can't have a piece of the business because it's not even spelled <laughs> the fucking same. You know? Right. <laughs> I mean, please, how
1: Trump-like of you, Lex?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but he's got some qualities I like. Uh, oh, jeez that happens to be one of them <laughs> i don't think i don't think uh, i don't think there's time travel i just think they changed the name to fucker out of millions <laughs> like i'm going to do to you
1: these <laughs> you know, bitches like, need to be fucked
0: yeah you know like the millions i haven't had to pay for 18 years
1: <laughs> what an asshole <sighs>
0: Yeah, we've made a decision that we're not going to talk politics on the Lex and Terry show anymore.
1: We will hear because I can't bite my tongue, but I commend you and wish you much luck on that decision.
0: And I'll tell you why it's going to be an easy decision. Because, A, it really, this is one of those elections, nobody's mind is going to be changed. So why am I spending my time trying to make a case for somebody that in the end, I'm not so super sure I'm into, you know, what
1: I am finding is because I've been really good. You'd be probably, you can see your friends with me on Facebook. I've been really good, you know, just posting stupid, shallow things. that have nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I I have avoided politics. I would say 98% of the time on Facebook, which has been my biggest problem in the past and stuff. And, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Crap.
0: <laughs> You've been really good. You've been posting politics. You've been a good little girl. Why?
1: Why? Um, I don't remember. It's gone. You just saw me have like some weird aneurysm or stroke or something.
0: That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Never been around anybody while they've had one. That's awesome.
1: I am not man, bleeding from the nose or shit. eyes yet.
0: That's some good show shit right there, Stacy. Thanks for doing this during the podcast.
1: <laughs> T- I, another one Stacey, I took for the it? team.
0: <laughs> Who am I speaking to now? Shmooley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not yeah. only, you know, a man now, I'm a Jewish man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I. it's just not worth it to me anymore. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you were with the show at the time or not, but we we went two years without talking about the OJ trial. We literally, and, and we it's not like we were. And
1: those two years were 2001 through 2003. Yeah. <laughs> didn't mention OJ once during those
0: years. <laughs> no, I mean, while it was going on, we didn't mention it.
1: I know. It was...
0: Yeah. Oh, let's put it this way. <laughs> We've never mentioned it. We haven't we didn't mention the OJ trial until Ian did a news story one day about uh, the show coming out on fX and uh and I think there was a documentary on thirty thirty a five parter about it right. and uh it was uh it was at that point we went hey Ian you know we didn't have any use for you back then because we didn't talk about that fucking thing the whole time it was going <laughs> he's like, you're kidding me I said nope You just ruined our run, our streak. This is why Terry and I are number one. Because we chose strippers, dick jokes, advice calls, and moronic things over OJ and went straight to number one in the ratings. And that's with the same, that same thought, that same feeling in our gut that we're going to free ourselves. And because we got plenty of content. Plenty. Plenty.
1: Now, don't how, need it. how hard is this? I was asking because you'd mentioned this before we started recording. How har- hard is this going to be for you? I mean, I, let's say Trump, Donald Trump, ends up like in that first. Oh, what is that sci-fi show where where the British Prime Minister has to fuck the pig?
0: Oh, uh, the Black Mirror. Yes. Yeah.
1: What if what if Trump is televised having? coitus with some sort of farm animal you you're not going to mention that
0: well he'll he'll be president by then
1: <laughs> and so
0: and that's and that's uh that's television when that happens that's not political he's he's already he's already in office i'm talking about the election I'm okay, so about,
1: only the election you guys aren't talking about.
0: Well, I mean, let's face it. We were looking at after the election and we really didn't talk about politics much both times. You know, uh, with Obama, you know, it's like we talked about election stuff just like we are now and then it kind of goes away.
1: But you know, like last time it was it was Obama and Romney and other than Romney thinking that he'd won up until the moment he didn't win. It really was an uneventful election, compared to this, at least. Yeah. You know, there was nothing, there was no big scandal. Neither one of them was caught with anything, and, you know, their their spouses weren't doing anything illicit or anything. It was just, like, just nasty politics.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, you know, uh, I got into it on Facebook with a veteran and he's like how could you vote for her with Ben Benghazi and all that and I, and I said, you know, I know you guys like to throw that on her and I will certainly cop to the fact that she's in the administration which makes her in some way culpable of negligence of that whole situation. But when you're uh, asked to go ahead of a Senate subcommittee made up of mostly Republicans and you're supposed to be there with the CIA director and secretary of defense and all of a sudden the panel dismisses them from having to testify because the the lynching is on you gotta you gotta look at that and realize she's getting railroaded to a degree and what is she doing taking it like a champ she's not throwing dudes under the bus she's not saying you know why don't these guys have to go up there and these guys are part of this no she's just moving the fuck on when you, when you and I know those guys were involved, the president was involved. You know that 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 there were joint chiefs of staff involved. Right. It wasn't her. Yes. She but didn't she pushed that button. But she took the hit.
1: You know, and the other thing is too. With the Benghazi, anyone who, who claims they're pissed off about that, why don't you look back, do a little bit of research, and find out how many you know, U.S. employees were killed during the Bush administration. There was, I can't remember the exact number now, it was like 40, between 40 or 60 of them killed when W. was in office. And where's everyone's big outrage over that?
0: 40? Please. We invented a war. Sixty. We invented a war in that administration. There were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. I know,
1: but it's you know, it's easy to place the blame, I guess, on the vagina.
0: I'm just saying. I know she. uh, She like took the hit for those dudes. She didn't sit there and roll them under the bus or anything. She she that that's the kind of person. That's a leader to me.
1: Yeah. Do you, can you know who Danny Zucker is? zucker yeah. Zucker. The, he writes for the TV show Modern Family. Yeah. And he, over the course of the years, has had some pretty spectacular Twitter feuds with Donald Trump. And I was looking back through his Twitter page the other day, just reminiscing because I love him so. And one of his tweets was, you know, if a mostly drunk comedy writer can get Donald Trump riled up, what is a real adversary going to do to him? You know, like China, or Putin, Yeah. one of those people, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, he he definitely gets riled up. He's very egotistical. Uh, To be quite honest, after what I saw last night, if Mike Pence was the presidential candidate, uh, it'd be a completely different story. This, isn't, this guy was smooth as glass last night I and mean hates a gaze I I don't care I'm just saying he looked like a political person he he looked like he looked like somebody that could make people vote for him
1: <laughs> maybe this is the establishment's point. Because they know that Donald's not long-lived. Not that I'm wishing it. Don't call the Secret Service. Not encouraging it. But, you know, if you want to talk conspiracy theory, maybe they're setting him up for the old assassination, the old JFK in the back of the head.
0: No, I think uh, I think a different conspiracy took place here. Because there's a lot of inconspicuous people who just six months ago weren't so inconspicuous. Mitch McConnell, Ryan, you know, all these, you know, Canner, Boehner, you know, the list goes on and on of people that have been in the Democrats' face. And then all of a sudden in the last six months, nothing. I really do think a deal has been struck between House and Senate leaders on the GOP side to work nicely with the Clintons and make sure this guy doesn't get in office. It's like, look, we'll make sure he does not get in office. We want some concessions when you get in office. And <laughs> and the first sign I saw of that was yesterday when Bill bashed Obamacare a little bit. Really? Yes. And I went, uh-huh. <laughs> I can you know, believe
1: it. You know damn well there's all kinds of backroom well, let's, deals let's being face made it. and
0: stuff. Let's face it. Isn't it amazing how well the Dems and Republicans got along when Bill when Bill was in office? Yeah, he, that was
1: one of the things that.
0: Yeah, he he and know, Newt were, you know, saying, talking shit about each other on the outside and balancing the budget on the inside, and. Somebody in the Republican administration made Kenneth Starr go away right who ended up getting his in this whole Baylor thing that just happened? <laughs> I don't know if you know about that, but be,
1: a little tiny yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, well, at the end of that, I didn't even know he was the chancellor at Baylor University. I, I didn't know even know what happened to him. He,
1: just, yeah, he was just a name from the 90s. He was
0: just a name from the 90s. I really, I just remember remember him being relentless to get to the bottom of this Lewinsky thing like anything had to be sent to the bottom of it. It's you know, We have the dress. It's like, hey, the guy already admitted he got blown in his office. What do you want? You know, right. it's like the, the wife. Uh, you know, went on TV and said, "Yeah, he and I are getting over it. It's not like, and, and we're moving forward." What do? You, what is it exactly? Do you think you have on this guy? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ooh,
1: what, not going to tell the wife. You what, know, that's yeah. usually the first thing. Is your family going to find out? You know.
0: Was it a horrible move? Yes, it, it is a horrible fucking move. And did people lose a lot of trust in Bill? Yes. But in the end, it really has nothing to do with running the country. He just got his dick sucked, for Christ's sake.
1: Which Kennedy did a lot. Oh,
0: God. They all have. (laughs) (laughs) Ford didn't.
1: Ford and Carter didn't.
0: (laughs) As a matter of fact, you should get to have your dick sucked by somebody new if you're president. Yeah, your wife should just expect it.
1: And see, Reagan had Nancy, who has the supposedly
0: the, yeah the, the best. like the
1: the greatest cocksucker in all yeah. of the golden age of Hollywood.
0: Yeah, any intern would have been a downgrade.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's why they yeah. were so in love.
0: Yeah. Plus, he was getting so up there; it's like he forget he got his dick sucked five minutes ago.
1: She, she could tell him she was someone new each time.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you here five minutes ago? <laughs> no. It's been
1: so long. No one can do a Reagan impersonation yeah. anymore. <laughs> well.
0: Well. <laughs> That's all I can do. Well.
1: well. <laughs> That's pretty good, though.
0: But, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, Did uh, you
1: see that um, Alec Baldwin is going to be, I guess, um, Donald Trump all this season on Saturday Night Live? Oh, he is? I guess that's what my mom was saying. I oh, haven't no. looked it up, but how awesome is that?
0: I love Alec Baldwin.
1: I thought him playing Jack Donaghy in Thirty Rock and playing that diehard, staunch Republican was probably one of the greatest instances of comedic yeah.
0: irony ever. Leave it to Tina Fey, <laughs> who pulls the switcheroo. It. I mean, I mean. I, I'm pretty sure on Community, she advised Amy Poehler very closely to the vest because th- there was so much Tina Fey comedy in that show. Uh, it, community
1: it, or Parks and Recreation? Or in
0: Parks and Recreation, I'm sorry. Oh, I love that show.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't. I had to really warm up to it. It was like the second season when I finally sat back and went, okay, I'm enjoying this now.
0: Yeah, but uh, there, there's a lot of bait and switch like Tina Fey likes to use in that show. Yes. And uh and there you go. I, oh, by the way, I need to ask you. Have you seen the uh Rob Lowe roast yet?
1: No. It's one of those things I have to do.
0: Oh my god. It, is it
1: better than the joan Rivers one?
0: It is way better. And I'll tell you why.
1: I heard Ann Coulter was just a dumbass for it, going on. It
0: really was just an Ann Coulter roast is what it was. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. I, I mean I mean, you know, once they got past Rob fucking the 16-year-old girls and the cocaine and all that stuff, you know, with his family sitting out at the table. <laughs> you know, and he's up there just laughing like, yeah, I fucked 16-year-olds, so what? You know. You
1: have to know though yeah. if you're going if you're going to be roasted, you have to know that that's yeah. going to be brought up.
0: Yeah. You know. And Peyton Manning was on there, he slayed. He Really? He is. He goes, I haven't been in a room room of nobody's like this in a long time. I kind of feel like I got traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) And then there's the guy that's on there from Saturday Night Live whose dad died (laughs) in 9-11. Right. Oh, God, there are some brutal jokes about his dad and... Uh, somebody, somebody on there had some new movie coming out, and it's like, and somebody said something like, "You know, maybe, uh, maybe your movie will be on one of those planes that goes into buildings, and we won't have to see it." Stuff like, yeah, it was just shit like that. It was just one after another. Just it was just uncomfortable all the way through it.
1: Awesome. You know how much I love The
0: Uncomfortable. Oh, God, yeah. We, we are... <laughs> that, that's, that's why you and I are, are besties. <laughs> we're like yeah.
1: comedy twins. And,
0: and it's why Terry loves you, you know, because... <laughs> I'd say in the show history, the, the people on the show that love The Uncomfortable the most were Scott, Peter, Lex, Terry, you, and D. And then after that, it gets kind of sketchy. <laughs> you know, because it's, uh, and when I say uncomfortable, I mean like real uncomfortable.
1: Oh, there were moments.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I can't remember half the stuff. You, you got to watch it. You will be, you'll be thoroughly entertained and and she takes a beating and it's like some of the jokes it's like she didn't understand them she just had like this look on her face like
1: everybody like, knows conservatives are not funny people that is why you will never see a successful conservative comedian
0: which leads me into something else here I'm glad you said that i did a podcast on the legend cast about how waterfalls of available great rock music has turned into us begging for a drop. You know that that there's there isn't that revolution or rebellion out there, or or and now everybody's absorbed by their device, and you know. Talk, talks and communicates you know electronically instead of going out on the street and hanging out with friends and when the cute girl in the neighborhood comes down the street you know you don't smile at her or flirt with her anymore you know now, uh, it's like hey give me your number so I can text you up and uh, you know so there, there's no burn there's no romance there's no there's nothing any anything to stoke the fire guys don't play music in their garage anymore if
1: uh, if you look though there was the 60s everyone agrees the 60s a great revolution so 60s 70s 80s 90s there was 30 years so we are looking at the next big one if you consider the 90s a music revolution in in like five years in the 20s
0: is when another one should hit it's not going to happen stace But think about it. What was right before? And if it does, it's going to be electronic and it's going to be hip-hoppy. It's not going to be rock-generated. Guys don't go down to the Guitar Center anymore and you know, work their ass off and cut lawns and take pop bottles back or whatever so they can get that sunburst Les Paul they've been dying for. It just doesn't happen anymore.
1: You're right. And considering my age and I don't have kids, so I'm not around a lot of kids like on social media and stuff, but it like any of the few remaining musicians in my life are all in their (laughs) forties and still doing their music thing, but they're doing it as 40 year old men instead of, you know.
0: Yeah, and and hey man. and sixteen-year-olds are buying it and loving it because they're thirsty for it, right? You know, I mean, I mean, it's so painful for me to watch Samantha have the same playlist I do. It really is. Christina, who works for us, twenty-six years old. Uh, you know, her her album collection. She was doing an album of the week thing on her Facebook page. Was my same collection in the seventies
1: that's why you hired her isn't it no
0: no oh. i didn't even know she was into music like that when we hired her no same same reason we hired girls, stacy because you want to like fuck her, her. we don't well, no, please <laughs> you know, this isn't 20 you years too. ago Lex. look at her
1: she's hot she's hot you didn't think about it like like at some point you haven't jerked off thinking about her not once you are a liar, Lexi Poo. No, I'm not.
0: I am not. I would I would admit it. I think she's... No, you beautiful. wouldn't. I, yes, I would. I totally <laughs> You're would.
1: You're her boss, and this would be on LT2, and everyone would hear it.
0: I totally would. I would totally admit it. Lex has totally jerked off to you, Christina. No, Christina, I have not.
1: <laughs> he has. I haven't. As someone who knows legs very well, not that yeah. well,
0: but very You've well. Never been around where well. I've jerked off, Stacy. So no, you don't. I know have me seen that well.
1: you with an erect penis, so I think that counts yeah, for something. That
0: doesn't account for anything other than I had an erection. That's it.
1: <laughs> you did.
0: Yeah, I was at an anyway. age where I, I still just <laughs> got erections because.
1: <laughs> and see, now when you have them, it's because of something special, I have to be like inspired. the new girl.
0: No, listen. I I look at her just like I looked at Sarah. She's more like a daughter. I I really, ew. I, I really feel protective over them. You know, for more with so. With your penis. No, so listen. And stop your that. Your ball sack. Stop that. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> it's it's just not the way I I'm at. It's not where I'm at anymore. But, more of an ass but, man. I I am. Uh, I'm with a forty year old and. You know, that that has its obstacles as far as, you know, behavior-wise and stuff like that. I'm not talking
1: about you having a relationship with her, just bending her over the board and nailing her once. So you could say, yeah, been there, done that.
0: No, that's, you know, if you really think I would do that, you you don't know me at all.
1: I know, but I love the uncomfortableness of it.
0: <laughs> well, it's, I am Mr. Business. I, I, I am so squeaky clean when it comes to HR shit like that. I'm, I'm,
1: Except for me seeing your yeah. erection. We were on the air.
0: So what? I'd, if hard. I got If I got called into HR with you, I'd just say, yeah, listen, I'm sorry, I had an erection, but I didn't do anything with it, so what do we do now? You know, it's fine. You know, plus I'd sort of turn it around on you and be like, why is she looking at my dick? That's what you really should be asking. Well,
1: because it. you had spun around and you showed it to me.
0: That's because <laughs> you asked for it.
1: I did not. Oh, really? I was sitting there minding my own business, reading the Bible like I often did like during commercial breaks.
0: Sound sounded like she asked for it to me, huh, Terry? <laughs> That's right, Lex.
1: <laughs> Scott? Oh, <laughs> no.
0: Scott would have went. I couldn't see I was behind the board. <laughs> Scott doesn't get involved. He gets uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) He would have. He would have come through at the right time.
0: Listen, only one person in here would would fuck somebody to get an affiliate. And it's not Terry or I. You don't want to be in an HR room with me.
1: (laughs) For the record, I was not with the show or affiliated with the show in any way when that may or may not have happened.
0: (laughs) Well, after that you were. (laughs) (laughs) See why you shouldn't get down these lanes? Oh, I could hold my own.
1: I'm just letting you win because, uh, you know.
0: I think you do hold your own (laughs) while you think about little boys.
1: At least I'm not hiring them so that I can fuck them.
0: It's because you don't have any money. If you did, you would. You don't remember they're feeding your feeding goats and shit? <laughs> I can do this all day. <laughs> and so can you. So why don't we just get back to where we were talking about?
1: He probably doesn't want to fuck you, Christina.
0: No, Christina, I don't, actually. Too much on the line. Too much going and his on. his
1: eyes are not running up and down your body as you walk past him every morning.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and he a,
1: doesn't have to adjust himself when he finds himself alone with you in the studio. No, I don't. He doesn't have to excuse himself, so he runs to the bathroom where he spends... Three minutes, the best three minutes of his day alone. <laughs> Thinking about you, Christina.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should give you nine ninety nine a minute or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So how about oh, Donald no. Trump? Oh, keep having your fun. Now, go ahead. <laughs> this is good. Get it off your chest. God uh, knows that's where he, you want God your know,
1: penis God, on her.
0: God knows you've wiped enough off your chest. You should just <laughs> keep going.
1: I've been Verlandered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever been? you ever been like? Has any guy ever done what Justin Verlander did to his girlfriend? Like, is there ever? Because because that picture to me sound, looked like the whole Tiger organization.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you know, it's like the whole pitching
0: staff. You know, it's like. <laughs> Hey, let's the bring, rota- bring the whole rotation over. <laughs> Just starters.
1: <laughs> there no, was a lot.
0: I don't know, Justin. Don't you think the relievers should be coming over?
1: <laughs> there was so much. And the thing is, unless he's still young enough where he can rapid fire, the the amount of time in between, wouldn't it have started to dry? But it all looked very fresh and the same.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure one of them went. Oh my God, you got to take a picture of that. <laughs> I mean, yes.
1: there was a reason why he took that picture. And I
0: bet it was her, you know, because I, I think it's her ego. It's like I'm so hot. I made, I took all of Justin Verlander's cum for the next year.
1: Yes, he's dry. He's got dry
0: balls. And what we're talking about, folks, there were some photos online. Of, her, of Kate Upton and Justin Verlander. And, well,
1: it was when the Jennifer Lawrence leak yeah, came out. And that was. Um, wh- they had hacked Justin Verlander of the Detroit Tigers phone as well.
0: And she looked like they took, you know, five jars of jelly, <laughs> except it was him. Super glue,
1: some sort of glue, yeah. white, viscous Yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: it was so much. You, know, She's, it, you
1: don't see her face. She's laying on yeah. her stomach on a bed. She's kind of like her up on her elbows. Yeah. And he took the picture, and it is from her shoulder blades down to her ass.
0: And it and it looks like a half gallon of jelly. <laughs> it does. I mean, her whole back is just drenched. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think at some point, at the perfect time, he went, I'm with a supermodel. <laughs>
1: And not just any, but Kate Upton. Yeah. You've seen the Carl's Jr. commercials. Yeah.
0: Damn right I have. <laughs> so at any rate, Stacy. I I I getting back to the 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 music and the yeah, you know you know what else is pretty weird? What? You don't see any young stand up comics. <sighs>
1: I know one, and he's not funny because he's a conservative and loves Trump.
0: How old is he? Twenty-seven. See that even that's even that's like part of uh yeah, you know that's border borderline end of Gen X to me. You know, you think I'm, I'm, so? ta- I'm talking about like sixteen to twenty-four. Gotcha. You know, in the in that age, in that age rage, uh, Samantha's boyfriend. When I met him, fifteen years old, uh, beanies, guitars. Um, you know, a pretty cool kid. You know,
1: and now he's thirty five, and he's still wearing beanies and those damn guitars.
0: Well, no, he, this is—he's like nineteen now, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm the old man that wears beanies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I really,
0: and I really don't give a fuck what people think about it either. And uh, he uh, now he's like working on hip hop and rap stuff. And he's like a really good guitar player. And he, he had this friend of his that was also a pretty good guitar player and I was like encouraging him to find a drummer and he and he looked at me, he goes, I can't. I went, For real? I said, God, I used to be able to swing a dead cat in my neighborhood and find every musician I needed. He's like, Nope. He goes, Do they
1: not teach drums in band anymore?
0: Yeah. He goes he goes, but that guy's kinda you know, fat and weird looking. I went, like Bunny Carlos and Cheap Trick. <laughs> Who gives a fuck if he can play? Nobody cares. Right. I said I said, Nobody gives a fuck if you can play, period. You know what they give a fuck about? You guys being on the page and into what you fucking do.
1: And creating, man, yeah. and making music, yeah. and following your hearts, and, and going to gr- being artists, and creating what you want. You
0: know, go in the garage, you know, fire up a joint and let it rock, man. Be a fucking rocker. Dude, yeah. he's like, I can't believe my girlfriend's dad's telling me to fire. I said, it's only because I know you do, so <laughs> it's let's just get past that. <laughs> You know, I don't want you to spend the next five or ten years thinking you're getting over on me. So let's just <laughs> put that aside. I said, "But dude, I'm on your, I'm on your side." You know, it's like this is this is coming to an end. You you have no idea if you're any good at what you do whatsoever. What lies ahead of you? You could have a fantastic life, fantastic, an adventurous. You know, on your terms, fantastic life with your friends. You know, you, who will turn into your family and friends, and and be with and
1: you. use you, and be your entourage, and and lo- freeload no, off you. I'm talking you and- about
0: the guys in your band. You know, you it, it's it's you're gonna share something so intimate and so cool. You know, and 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 yeah, I explained to him about the glommers and hangers-on, and the, and the naysayers and all that stuff. The star fuckers. Yeah, you know, and and, and, and I even told him, I said, hey, you, you're probably going to have some issues with Samantha. You know, you're going to have chicks coming on to you and stuff like that. You know? And, and
1: what you do is you just hire them so then you can stare at them all the time.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> God. <laughs> You know, see, that's what's great about you. You get it. But Do I, I, I? But, but but no you don't. But <laughs> it's just fun to hear hear the banter. <laughs> There's no stopping it, so just, I'm agreeing with it now. Yay. Um, I so, win. Yeah, you 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 beat me down like you have so many I did. others. Woohoo. Down off one. up. You're just a beater. <laughs> me. So yeah, I, I I want I want him, I wanted him to, you know, go fucking Eddie Vedder so bad, and but he doesn't want it. You know, it, it's, I mean, it it makes me sad. I used to. Do think- you
1: think it is the the whole lack of motivation though, the the pussiness and laziness of millennials that has anything to do with that?
0: I I don't picture him as being lazy. He always has a job, he always works. Um you know, and stuff like that. And his, his parents are older like I am, so he 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 may be a millennial or even a, even a Gen Z, you know, at his age, but he was raised by baby boomers. So wow. so the work ethics instilled the the higher, you know, it's not latchkey or divorced, single parent. You're on your own shit, like Gen X is, or anything else. It's just, you know. And Samantha has the same work ethic. You know, she she has been instilled in her that you have to work and grind and grab everything you can you can to be successful. That right. if you sit around and and just let things happen, they won't happen. And
1: Unless you're really lucky. There is always that chance. Yeah,
0: well I don't tell her that part. <laughs> I just tell her you get what you get you get what you what you give. Yep.
1: And mm-hmm. it's all about attitude too.
0: Yeah. And
1: if you're giving all that you got, but the whole time saying, Boy, this fucking sucks, yeah. you're not gonna be quite as successful as the happy person who gave it all they've got.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I told her, I said, "Hey, I said where people go wrong, where they're working their ass off, but they're working in jobs they're not passionate about, is they get home and instead of." Uh, finding a new passion like out in the garage or on the internet or something like that to start a business or or invent something or or to think of something to free them from that job and move into something where they have control and they can grow it as a business. You have a choice. You can do that or you can go home and get fucked up and forget about your day. That's your choice. And I'm urging you to never take that choice.
1: One is more fun. The other probably doesn't cost as much.
0: Yeah. And it's just that's just what I tell her. Well, whatever happens from this point on, and I've told her this too. I said whatever happens to you at this point is all on you. I have told you what's awaiting you if you fuck off. I now said go
1: find out for yourself. Yeah. Fly little birdie.
0: Yeah. Fly, 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 oh yeah. Fly. I, threw her off the roof a year ago <laughs> and she's still around so she's flying Whew. yeah
1: she has bounce ability
0: not, not easy to do man <laughs> not, it's not easy to do it was a very hard couple of months for me have being a little unassisting letting her know what uh, giving her a little taste of what it's like to not have money and having to have butter sandwiches for seven or eight days till you get paid again and shit like that
1: God you're a terrible dad
0: No I'm not I'm a good dad You, you
1: let her starve What if she didn't have money for bread or butter
0: Hmm Never thought of that <laughs> Well, she still speaks to me and loves me and everything, so I guess everything was fine. But if. uh, That's
1: where she learned how to prostitute herself.
0: And now I'm in that phase where I'm starting to take things away. You know, like. Like your love. On on this date, you'll be paying for your cell bill. (laughs) Which, she's on mic. Damn it,
1: that's going to be two blowjobs a week now.
0: She's on yeah whatever it costs, I don't know what that is these days cause I'm a good person but <laughs> the uh <laughs> but whatever that is um, he gets
1: his for free ladies,
0: but you know it's forty dollars off of my bill is <clears throat> what you know it's nothing i could I could pay it for years you know but what good am I doing her? So it's little things like that, stu- stuff that's uh, obtainable, where all of a sudden, three years down the road, she's paying for her car insurance, she's paying for her cell phone, she's paying her electricity, she's paying, you know, she, she's self-standing, doesn't need me anymore.
1: No, because she went out and found a new sugar daddy.
0: Hey, that's her. that's her decision. You know, but she's a little control freak like I am, so sugar daddy won't work for her. <laughs> that poor
1: girl. <laughs> is she? Um. I'm trying to be nice. Is she? She together? She? She's, she's sharp.
0: She's, she is going to be a monumental success. Good. She's driven. She she just got asked she now she took a retail store job like a year ago. Uh this is her third place she's worked at. One was a location problem, one was a per- personality problem with the manager and she just went out and found another job. And she got to work in this little store that's owned by a a couple that's pretty well off and they're trying to make it work and they've taken a liking to her and the wife works still for a a major retail fashion place. And, and then her side thing is her store, her business. Gotcha. And, uh, there, they just got a, uh, subsidy from their bank so they can make their own brand of clothing. So Samantha's been asked to join her on a trip to China. Rock on. Yeah. I mean, this is this is how highly they think of her.
1: Cool. When is she leaving?
0: Like early 17. Really getting wow. her passports and all that Are stuff. Are you nervous? Nervous. I'm excited as hell for her. But it's China. Yeah, you 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 go over there to give them business. They treat you like royalty.
1: Yeah, because then they take all your ideas and they steal it and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Well, I mean, listen, you're getting a little ahead of yourself here.
1: Oh, China's notorious for this. They've done it to all of the car companies and stuff.
0: Yeah, let's listen, she's just going over there to get it made cheaper. They already they already got the designs and everything. It, it doesn't matter.
1: Oh, so they hate America?
0: No, they're a small business and they're going to the cheapest place they can to get their shit made.
1: Have they not heard of India?
0: It's pretty cheap there too. Yeah, well, Bangladesh. From what I understand, that's places like that are in the cards too. Indonesia, all that stuff.
1: Cool. That's where Trump has all of his "Make America Better, Great Again" whatever stuff made to Listen,
0: China—they're not hypocrites about it. They're—they're they're... no, but Trump is. Yeah. Well, she's not Trump. She's just a nineteen-year-old kid trying to oh, find I her way, and you know. I
1: I, I understand more of them, but when you have Trump selling "Make America Great Again" hats, and the tag inside says "Made yeah. in China," he is a flaming hypocrite.
0: Yeah, I agree. Somewhere, I thought we were were talking about my daughter here. Well, we were. Yeah.
1: But then you were getting uptight because, you know.
0: No, I wasn't getting uptight. I I was excited for her, you know. Well,
1: you should be. I just hope she doesn't get kidnapped.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) You're such an idiot. (laughs) You're so stupid. All right.
1: I hope she has a great time, and I hope that she takes a lot back from it. I hope she learns no, a No, you don't care. You just anything.
0: want her to b- suck a bunch of Chinese dicks and, you know, go Uh-oh. to Chinese prison. <laughs> At no and, point did I and say that. Ki- uh, uh, kidnapped.
1: I don't want her kidnapped. I would feel terrible. Yeah. I would put up posters and flyers for her if that happened. I would make a post on Facebook saying, bring Sam home.
0: Well, thank you, Stacy. On that note, we will close out podcast number one hundred and nine. Yay! And uh, n- nice talking to you, Stacy.
1: Lex is always awesome.
0: You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's been fun uh, hearing what a bad person I am for
1: the last. You're not. You the, know, I love for, you, and for I'm for just the last teasing 40 you. Minutes. You are awesome. Let's see. Let's revisit. You are the wind beneath my let's, wings.
0: Let's let's revisit before I leave. <laughs> I jerk off to my employees. I dream about bending them over. I I uh, I, I uh, I'm sending my daughter to her death and kidnapping. Maybe I, a nice
1: beheading yeah. too.
0: Yeah, I'm a bad father because I'm trying to teach her the value of a dollar, and now she's sucking dicks to get butter sandwiches.
1: Butter sandwiches. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: so duh, I don't. I don't need your uh, explanation. I'm good. I
1: love you, now Lex. Shut up.
0: Shut <laughs> the <do>. fuck up.
1: <laughs> I do. I
0: don't buy any of it. Mwah. Now go back outside, goat fucker.
1: <laughs> that would be you.
0: No, that's you. You're the ones that have those creepy fucking things.
1: I love goats, but I have never touched them in their vagina or penis. We don't have any penises. Hey, listen, I never <clears> asked you <throat> if
0: you did or didn't.
1: I know you don't ask questions because you don't like getting the answers.
0: I don't care about your answers. Really? If you want to go fuck, you can do that all you want. I won't think less of you as long as you're good on the podcast. Thank you. Because you know me. I'm all about the bank. If, if people like <laughs> you are people if people. Except
1: li- when it comes to your daughter.
0: Well, No, that's still my money. I'm keeping. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not true. That's 40
1: extra dollars a month for me. That's right. Says (laughs)
0: Lex.
1: (laughs) 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 Suck it, kiddo. Now
0: learn your values, Smeppa. (laughs) Smithers, bring me another $40 (laughs) so I can spend it on me. Here you go, sir. Are you sure you don't want me to give it to your daughter?
1: <laughs> she won't have to suck any dicks this week.
0: <laughs> she won't have no. to suck Keep she, it for me. She won't have to suck dicks this week if we give her the $40, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she has to learn. She wants butter sandwiches. Hey, Mr. Burns, I just had a really good time sharing buttered sandwiches with this girl. (sighs) All right, so once again, we say goodbye. Episode 109. (laughs) Bye, Stacey. Bye.
1: Bye.